Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here. Really, really interesting topic, uh, I think anyway, uh, MTHFR, um, and when it's written out, it sort of looks like a, a bad word, doesn't it? But it's um, it's not. It's I'm going to go into this in, in great detail today, um, talking about what this what this is, what this means for your health, uh, what things you need to look out for, and um, kind of be aware of when it comes to this. Today's as as always with these videos, you guys, it's always educational purposes only. Uh, you know, I, I really encourage you to, if you do have an issue or you want testing done or you, you know, want, you know, further treatment on things, I always encourage you to, of course, uh, work with a physician on that. Uh, my source for today's information comes from Dr. Ben Lynch, um, who did run a symposium on MTHFR. Uh, there's some other information scattered in here, too. I think um, some of it comes from Dr. Uh, Hyman as well. He's another one of my go-tos, as most of you know. Um, so the overview of what I'm going to be chatting about is um, MTHFR and its roles in the body, folate metabolism. So most people only know um, of folic acid, especially um, like pregnant women, right? Uh, only are aware of folic acid as a supplement, not necessarily folate. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to test for MTHFR, what to do if you have this um, genetic SNP. Um, so I'm just going to kind of jump in and get started here. So the three, there's kind of three tiers to nutritional status. Okay. So there's first and foremost, what are you eating and what are you taking in food and supplement wise? There's assimilation. So how are you digesting and absorbing those things that you're either taking or eating? And the third thing is genetic variability. And this is going to have to do with the activation of those molecules. Um, so genes have a, a big role in this, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. So what is MTHFR? So the long, drawn-out word for this is methylene tetrahydrofolate reductase. Um, and this is a specific gene mutation that can occur in people. It's a polymorphism or a genetic SNP, or we call it SNP for short. Um, and this genetic SNP can result in a bunch of different, uh, you know, symptoms like infertility, female hormone issues, um, depression, anxiety, uh, cardiovascular issues, thyroid conditions. It does increase your risk for autoimmune conditions and cancer as well. So I'll be going into detail with some of these things today. Um, okay, so heading back to this this genetic SNP, this genetic issue, um, increased risk of cancer, increased risk of autoimmune conditions. If a person has this genetic SNP, this issue with MTHFR, then uh, you, they're going to have a difficult time with methylation. Okay, so that's a really important word. What is methylation? Methylation is a process that your body uses 
to do a lot of different things, important things. So first and foremost, detoxification in your liver happens by way of methylating, uh, making, processing, and getting rid of your neurotransmitters. Those are your happy hormones, your serotonins, your dopamines, right? All those really good feel-good things. And if you're not making those well, processing those well, getting rid of those the right way, it can cause a lot of issues with anxiety getting rid of hormones so this is where we have issues with female hormones for a lot of women because uh, your body may not be recycling those out properly which leads to a buildup um, of hormone in the body and that can cause a lot of problems turning off and on bits of dna methylation is responsible for doing that processing out amino acids that we don't want a buildup of so for instance homocysteine is an amino acid that by process of methylation is removed from the body. So when you don't methylate properly and you have this, this genetic issue, this homocysteine will build up. Well, high levels of homocysteine result in a higher risk of arterial events. Arterial events meaning stroke, mini stroke, which sometimes those can lead to Alzheimer's and dementia later on in life, heart attack, right? A lot of cardiovascular issues. So uh, I want to gently cover um, folic acid. So folic acid does not equal folate. It's definitely not the same thing. Folic acid is a th synthetic form and that was created to be put into supplements and um, foods, fortified foods, to prevent issues with neural tube defects in fetuses. And it's done a, a decent job of doing that, but it's just not used properly in the body. So folate actually provides a methyl group. So if you were to look at the molecule folic acid and next to it look at folate, to the you know unseen eye, untrained eye, you wouldn't really see a difference but there's one small difference between the two and there it's a line you know like all those chains and they're connected by the lines when you look at like you know a molecule on paper so both both of those if you look very similar the only difference between those two molecules on paper is literally one line okay so literally a line and that is hugely important for the way that your body is going to use that molecule. So it makes a huge difference. So when somebody takes a folic acid supplement, um, so ears up, pregnant women, people looking to get pregnant one day, um, when you take a folic acid supplement, if you have this mutation, the body has to do a much greater deal of work to put that methyl group on the folic acid. It's a very slow enzymatic process. It can actually inhibit the immune system, it can cause a lot of issues for people. So we always recommend doing folate, folate methylfolate. So every product that we have at NuView and most, you know, if you go into chiropractors or functional medicine doctors or, or anything like that, um, all of their products are going to be methylfolate, not folic acid, because the body just can't use that very well. So what are the functions of folate? Important in the human body to have this. We get some of this from our foods, right? The leafy greens um, have a lot of uh, folate in there. Functions of folate in human physiology. Oh, oh, this is a quote, a really, really profound quote. So the functions of folate in human physiology are relatively simple, but the implications of their activity and dysfunction 
can be profound and far-reaching. So what does that mean? That basically we need this, we need this nutrient, we need folate. It's a, a simple process, but if we are not doing it properly, if we don't have enough of it and we're not converting it the way that we need to in a usable form, detrimental to our health. Okay, so some of the roles of folate in the body are going to be to produce and repair DNA, um, the skin, the lining of the intestines, which as you guys have heard in some of my previous uh, Facebook Live videos, that really important for the intestinal lining to be turning over efficiently. And if it's not, this is where leaky gut can become a huge problem. So producing, repairing DNA. Uh, single carbon metabolism, which is the methylation factor. So it turns genes on and off. Neurotransmitter production, as I already stated, serotonin, dopamine, the things that make you feel good. You need that folate in order to make your neurotransmitters. Detoxification, so hormones and toxins. Buildup of hormone in the body, not a good thing buildup of toxins in the body, not a good thing, right? So you have to be, it all goes back to the gut, the liver, and your genes have a, a really big role in this as well. Um, and there's also the formation and maturation of red blood cells, white blood cells, platelet production. So all very important things that are happening in the body that we need folate for. Um, and this MTHFR can really kind of cause a, a problem for a lot of people. So how do we test um, for, for this genetic mutation? Well, there are third-party tests that are available. So things like um, 23andMe or Ancest MyAncestry.com or, or whichever. Um, those do, uh, the last I checked, those do run an MTHFR panel uh, because there's a couple different um, types and I'll get into that in just a minute. But you would need interpretation done on this. It's not included in the cost. So if you did the, you know, 23andMe panel or whatever, it's, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars. That doesn't include, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give you the printout of, of uh, maybe an email of all the different genetic, you know, things. But there's no interpretation. So you would be on your own and that can be really cumbersome. Um, so you would have to have that interpretation done uh, outside of, of that um, test. So that can sometimes be annoying to people and, and be deterring. There's also, you know, you could check in with your primary care. I have seen people whose primary care physician has done an MTHFR on them. They are usually a little more versed um, in that. Not all conventional medicine doctors recognize uh, MTHFR as a, an issue, so but you could ask. There's also functional medicine doctors that do, you know, extensive lab work and, and usually that um, panel is a part of it. So there's two different types of genetic SNPs. There's the homozygous MTHFR uh, and there's the heterozygous and there's two even within that. There's the C677 and the M1287 I think is the, the second one. So you can be homozygous in one uh, or you can be hetero or homozygous with both and heterozygous with both. It's kind of a little confusing because with the two, there's two different SNPs on each one. So the, the testing would do this. You could either do a blood test or a saliva test. Yes, Haley, it just depends on who you go through. So like the 23andMe would be a saliva um, test, a swab. And then the if you went to a doctor or a functional medicine doctor, um, yes, they, would do, they could do this through blood. Exactly. 
Good question. So the effects are a little different if you have one or more of these SNPs. So I do have this really cool, and this is where like I wish I could hold something up to show you guys, but everything is backwards. Um, but I want to pull it up because I want to explain this the right way. Um, that basically if you have one or more of these SNPs, it's going to change things. So let me find the image so I can explain this. Here it is. It's my favorite one. It's Dr. Amy Myers. You guys have heard me talk about her before. Um, and so basically kind of think about this. So if you eat a can of tuna fish, right, you're going to be consuming a certain level of mercury. Okay. Now, if you have no MTHFR mutations and you have a good functioning liver and gut, 100% of that mercury is going to be detoxified in the body. If you have the C677, one mutation of that, 50% of the mercury is going to be detoxified and 50% of it is going to be stored in the body. If you have two C677 mutations, then you will re release 10% of the mercury and hang on to 90% of the mercury. With the second mutation, if you have one mutation on this, you will release 70% of the mercury, hang on to 30%. If you have two mutations, you will release 20% and hang on to 80%. So you see where I'm going with this. It depends. This is why it's really good to know which mutation you have because it makes a difference on uh, the detoxification process and how, you know, kind of think of it like uh, I always explain and I did this in my liver detoxification Facebook Live. Think of like when you go to the side of the house and you turn on uh, the hose, okay, going full force on the other side. That's 100% released. If you've got one of these mutations, you know, you can't get just a little bit. It's running out mostly good, but there's still, you know, not as good a water pressure. If you've got two, can't get even harder, you know, type of thing. And this is where I'm going with this, that you're going, and this is just one can of tuna fish we're talking. So think all of the toxins that you're exposed to on a daily basis, the exhaust from the cars, the, you know, um, fire retardants and the cushions and the, uh, you know, beds and the mattresses and, and all of these things all day, every day we're being bombarded with chemicals. So we have to know our genetic status to know what are we doing with those chemicals? Are we storing them? Are we getting rid of them? Right? So the second part is always lifestyle. You know, what are, what type of lifestyle are you living? Is it, uh, are you living a clean lifestyle? Are you, you know, doing things the right way? And, and we'll get into that in just a minute. So, um, how common is this? Over 50% of people from European descent have a genetic mutation of MTHFR, okay? Um, also, a lot of African people have this as well. So you gotta think of the way that the melting pot is in America. You know, most of us have European genes in there somewhere, so probably th this is always a genetic thing that goes down the line. And if you kinda look at your family history, and you've got a, a family history of a lot of, say you're a female, and you have a lot of family history of issues like fibroids and cystic breast disease and breast cancer and, you know, 
all these things going on with your body, issues with periods and issues with menopause and, and all this stuff, usually there's a kink in the plumbing there with genes and that has a lot to do with it because you're building up this estrogen and your body's not getting rid of it. Same thing with the cancers. So that's the toxins, right? So when we build up these toxins, um, in the body and you're not releasing them properly, then you are going to store them and that equals cancer, right? So that they can anyway. Genes have a big role in this. So due to so many of the population having this genetic SNP, we use the functional medicine approach uh, with supplements and not a single supplement we carry has anything but the methyl Bs in them because otherwise they do more harm than good. So how do you support yourself if you do have one of these variants, one of these genetic variants? So first of all, this is not a diagnosis. So if you were to have one or, one or more of these mutations, it's not a, a diagnosis at all. It's just an FYI. It's saying to you, look, this is how your body is methylating. This is how you're detoxifying. So that means you have to live a less risky lifestyle. You've got to make sure you're the one in charge that's going, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm not using, you know, a bunch of toxic cleaners and burning candles and, and all these things because that's going to clog up your system, make it harder for your body to run through and, and get rid of all of those things and possibly you're going to store them up. So this is where it's up to you to make the changes. So we, we rely so much on our physicians and that's the issue with conventional you know, therapies, conventional medicine doctors, they're not there for us for chronic illness. They're there to help us when there's an emergency. They're there to help us for the acute care, not the chronic stuff. So, you know, that's why there's really not that great of medicine out there for the long term, you know, health issues for people. So we rely on our physicians way too much. We need to be the ones making the changes to our lifestyle and doing the work on our end, right? Because your lifestyle is either going to turn these genes on or it's going to shut them off, right? And let me say that again so you understand. Your lifestyle will either turn these genes on or turn them off. So go back to the five pillars of health. I talk about this in almost every single Facebook Live that I do. The food you eat, is it clean? Are you getting your animal protein from an organic and humanely raised source? The water you drink, is it filtered? Are you making sure that you're getting rid of the impurities that are in that water? Are you getting enough water? Uh, the food you eat, the water you drink, your sleep, are you resting? Are you getting quality sleep at night? If not, that's a huge problem. You need to be sleeping. You need to be resetting your body, okay? Um, are you exercising? If not, why not? Now is the time. You've got to get your body moving. You have to find the right thing for you. And it doesn't mean you have to throw yourself into the ground every single day for hours at a time. But you need to be walking. You need to be moving and getting that blood and lymph moving. Your lymph, which is a part of your detoxification system, your lymph is not going to move unless you move it. Okay? So you've got to be sweating in order to get that moving. Um, and lastly, your stress. I cannot say that enough stress hugely impacts the body so if you're under a great deal of it and you have a lot of stress in your life you've got some things you got to work on because it's going to affect you maybe not now maybe not tomorrow maybe not in a month but 
it will catch up with you. So if you don't slow down, your body will tell you to slow down, right? So five pillars of health, go back to those things. What can I do today to make sure that these genes, if I do have a, a genetic SNP, what can I do to shut those off so that I'm not creating issues within my body based on my lifestyle? So also gut health, I can't you know stress that enough. Um, gut health, always hugely important. I talk about that over and over and over again. You have to work at the gut level. If you have H. pylori or you have a parasite or you have dysbiosis going on in the gut, that's going to keep the gut leaky, keep it in problems, keep your body not digesting and absorbing. Um, so you have to work there. Uh, the other thing too is the proper support. So the proper things like methyl B vitamins, is is basically how you fix i mean you know don't really like to say cure because you can't really cure a genetic mutation but you can at least help it along so you're not struggling so badly um, and the way to do that is through methyl b vitamins so methylfolate okay so how can you get this there's a couple different brands that i like claire labs um, carries some that are that are good ones metagenics has one called folapro that i really like um, Designs for Health has got some. Thorn is another brand that's got some good ones. All of these are tested. They're certified products. You guys know what a stickler I am about that. What's the point of making sure you're spending you know, good quality money on good quality products um, for your food if you're not doing the same thing for your supplements? So don't go and get these you know, from GNC and, and you know, CVS and stuff like that because chances are what you're buying isn't actually what's on the label most of the time and there's no regulation on it so they could literally put anything in there um, I've got a whole Facebook live all talking about um, supplements and why it's so important to make sure that you are getting good quality stuff that's certified and tested um, and again the methylation factor if you just go buy b vitamins over the counter at cvs they're probably going to be the kind you're just going to pee out it's just a folic acid type um not the methylfolate which is the big important part it is a really interesting topic and it's something that is so under talked about um in today's day and age and I am so excited to be able to bring this to you guys. I'll, I'll be transparent with you. I actually do have um, a homozygous mutation of MTHFR myself. So I've had to do a lot of learning, a lot of um, you know things that I didn't really anticipate in my own healing. Uh, but that was something that came up. My um, practitioner drew uh, this, you know, panel on me and, and I didn't even know MTHFR was a part of it and then I got this nice book because when you get a functional medicine lab draw it's much different than conventional. I got this really nice book. He was looking at everything you guys. It was amazing um, but that was a part of it and um, I was I was like oh my gosh what do I do now you know so I had to learn a little bit about what the next steps were but by knowing I have this mutation and knowing okay well my body doesn't get rid of stuff the way 
um, that other people's do, then I've got to really make sure I'm, I'm living clean. I got to get rid of these lotions and get rid of my plastics that I'm drinking out of and, and eating from and storing my food in. So I've changed over to glass and, you know, I, I make sure I'm on my Folapro, which is my methyl B vitamin from Metagenics. I make sure I take that every single day. Um, okay. So I've got some comments here. Let me see. I love hearing more about this since I recently found out I have the C677T mutation. Yes just switched my prenatal awesome yeah that's exactly right is because most of the time if you're gonna be um, going on a prenatal that's over the counter or that your you know OBGYN maybe prescribes for you most of the time if you flip it over it's got folic acid in it so we want to make sure we're doing folate much more helpful for the neural tube defects much more absorbable usable form for your body especially if you have a mutation Ashley, I just found out I have two variants of the mutation. This information is very helpful in helping me to understand a little good. And another resource too that you can go to is called um, Beyond MTHFR. I'm gonna search it right now just to make sure um, and see that if that's the website. MTHFR. Um, yeah, it's just beyondmthfr.com. And they have got a lot of information on there regarding this specific topic as well. You know, when I've only got a half an hour, it's, it's, everything is so crammed in there. But there's, I mean, there is so much. Because the other thing too is, sometimes it's good to know if you have some of the, um, the partnering genetic mutation SNPs like COMT is another one that's really, really helpful to know if you have that. Uh, that's another one that can create a great deal of issues with people with fertility and female hormones and, and things like that. So the COMT gene is another one that I like people to have tested um, in the future if I know they have MTHFR. But check out that website, Beyond MTHFR. Uh, Dr. Josh Axe has got some good information about this. Dr. Amy Myers, she's where I pulled up that information talking about you know, if you have the certain variants, how much of the toxins are you really getting rid of? That was really eye-opening for me when I got my lab work back and saw my mutations. So I'm glad this was helpful for you. Good. Yeah, Dirty Genes. I've heard of that book. Um, good. So yeah, if anybody else is interested, that's a great book. It's called Dirty Genes, and it's all about these mutations and, and different things that, you know, can happen in the body that can cause a lot of havoc um, and it's not usually looked at in a conventional medicine setting. So um, sometimes it is if you find a, a doctor who's more like a DO or, um, you know, maybe a little bit more on the natural side and, and stuff. So you can find them, but they're a little more rare. So I personally see a functional medicine doctor. Um, and that's what, you know, I recommend to a lot of my clients too. Um, so I hope that you guys found this helpful and informative and um, that it encourages you to get your own genetics looked at if you do have issues uh, with different things like autoimmune disease and um you know, even if it's just female hormone issues or anxiety, you know, there's there's always a reason. There's a, never take the symptom at as the problem, right? The symptom is not the problem. The symptom is the uh, uh, reason. You know that the, the problem is happening, right? It's kind of a red flag to the body. It's saying, hey. Listen, something's going on. You've got to get this looked at. It's like the red engine light on the car, right? Um, so always look into these issues. Get to the bottom of the root cause. Don't just go in and say, okay, I'm going to go on birth control because I have you know, issues with my periods. Why do you have issues with your periods? What's going on internally? What's going on with your genetics? So I hope that this was helpful. 
and please share 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 I appreciate it if you guys would do that because this way more people get reached um, and we can spread the good news of how to make a positive change in your health have a great rest of your day you guys take care thank you for tuning in to this episode of the forum health podcast Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.